season 16, season 16, listen in, come and come and see, 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 season 16, Life Tips Podcast, Life Tips Podcast, season 16, Life Tips Podcast, it's a, it's a, it's a new season, it's a, it's a, it's a new season, it's a, it's a, it's a new season, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a new season, season 16, season 16, come and come and see, come and come and see, season 16, season 16, listen in, listen in, but you can't better come and see, season 16, season 16, listen in, listen in, come and come and see, Season 16, season 16, listen and listen and listen, come and come and see. See, 
the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, mm -hmm. and there's something to improve upon every single day. Sure is. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along. And I can help you master yesterday's mistakes to create a better tomorrow. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. This is Nate, just greeting you. If you are a new listener, then welcome aboard. I hope to teach you some things, so take some notes, and hopefully you'll learn something along the way. If you're a returning listener, faithful listener since day one, welcome back. I hope to continue to impact your life in positive ways, and I hope that I continue to lead you in the right direction. But do me a favor. For those who are returning, you already know what to do. For already, for those who are new, excuse me, I need you to like the show, subscribe to the show, and give us a review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And also turn the notifications on so that you'll never miss an episode when episodes drop. That way you'll be well informed of the up-to-date whereabouts of your favorite show, which I hope this is your favorite show, <laughs> every single week as things drop. So I just wanted to greet everyone real quick, greet the new people, say hello to the returning guests, and uh, yeah. Let's now get into the episode and start off discussing a new topic. What's up, world? Welcome back to Life Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. Really quickly, before we start the show, I just wanted you to know that your support means everything, not just monetarily, but also your words. So here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to go on to Apple, find Life Tips Podcast, and write a review, and also leave a five-star rating, because you know I'm trying to get up there with the top dogs in the Apple podcast world. Same thing with Spotify and Google. Go look us up on those platforms too. Blow us up and let people know how important listening to Life Tips podcast means to you. That way, the higher up we go, the more downloads we'll get from the virtual community. So yeah, y'all, that's all I wanted to say. Let's get into the episode. Thank you. 
so you all probably don't know this, but some of my listeners actually do, and I'm going to mention this right now because it makes a lot of sense (laughs) and because, well, um, it's my birthday month, so why not? But ever since I was a little kid, (sighs) The Little Mermaid has been one of my favorite Disney movies. And when I was a kid, I kind of had a crush on Ariel, a fictional character. Wild, huh? But then the... um, Holly Bailey, Little Mermaid, was announced and the world went into a massive frenzy and people hated on Holly Bailey <laughs> and basically threw the Little Mermaid under the bus before the movie came out. <laughs> they said it was going to be trash. They said it wasn't going to be like the original and... <laughs> They said they wanted a white aerial and all this other stuff. And they even tried to re-render the the trailers to make Ariel's hair more red once the trailers did drop. And the it was just madness. But once the movie actually came out in theaters, people's tone was different. People's viewpoint changed. And The movie ended up amassing $500 million total between the U.S. and international. So it's safe to say that The Little Mermaid live action starring Halle Bailey was a complete success. And as of today, it's on Disney+. Plus. It came out on Disney Plus early September, but it's now on Disney Plus available to watch forever. So if you didn't watch The Little Mermaid in theaters and you wanted to watch The Little Mermaid, you can now watch The Little Mermaid and you can own The Little Mermaid forever. Now I bought the original Little Mermaid on Blu-ray and best believe I will be going to find the Little Mermaid Blu-ray live action 2020, uh, 2023 so that I can buy it on Blu-ray and have it forever so that even if something happens to Disney Plus, I still have the Little Mermaid in my collection. But this Ariel... This Ariel was switched up. Not only was she played by Halle Bailey, but her age was switched up as well. Rather than her being 16, they switched the script to make Ariel 18, which is just slightly better because it means that younger me having a crush on a 16-year-old mermaid wasn't weird and older me thinking that the updated Little Mermaid is crazy stupid hot is not weird at all because she's 18 in the new updated film. My point is 
the movie was amazing. It was a complete success. It was phenomenal. It was way better than I thought. It wasn't accurate. They were, they were missing a few characters and a few important scenes. And the dialogue was not completely accurate to the original, but it's okay. It was a great live action adaptation and it is right up there with The Lion King and Aladdin as the top three best live action adaptations of Disney movies, in my opinion. So, I wanted to start off my birthday by talking about my intense, crazy love for The Little Mermaid for Ariel. Go watch the movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. You will thank me later. And now let's get into my birthday podcast episode. Nate, and I am a newly aged inspirational speaker, 29 years old, and it feels great. As you just heard, my brand new iPhone rang no it's not the 15 I know we're all hyped over the moon for the 15 and the 15 pros and the new Apple Watch and the new iPads and MacBooks and all that which is coming out a separate event I know we're all hyped for all the new Apple products but I've already gave Apple my money (laughs) I gave Apple my money already and I already gave Verizon my money as well. Um, but yeah, uh, different birthday present this year for me. Normally it would be tech, but I went and did a thing. I spoke at Living Hope Church in Laurel, Maryland two months before my birthday and crushed that in-person speaking engagement. So I rewarded myself. And how do I reward myself? New iPhone, 
iPhone 14 Pro Max in gold. This is my second gold phone. And it's not as gold as the 10s Max was, but it's gold enough. And of course I got an iPad, which was my gift for closing out last year's school uh, calendar. And my Apple Watch SE2 was also part of my speaking engagement reward gift. And so I am now rocking an iPhone with an always-on display, not bad. And I'm also rocking an Apple Watch with updated internals. This thing is crazy fast. I love how the notifications look. I like how my iPhone screen doesn't turn off. Um, and I like this gold. Oh, and the camera bumps are massive. Way bigger than my 12 Pro Max, which sadly was traded in along with my old Apple Watch SE. But I love the Dynamic Island. It's so cute and beautiful. I love having all the scores pop up right there. And I love having scores from all the games on my lock screen. And being able to see exactly what is going on. So, that's nice. And then what else do I like? I like the UI in terms of incoming calls and outgoing calls. And just the dynamic island is just everything about this phone. But there's one important feature that I want to talk about when it comes to the 14s. Ooh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. I literally like everything about this. And then some, as you can see, my notifications are going off. I've chosen for this iPhone to have my sounds on instead of the last version where my phone was on silent half the time. So, uh, yeah. Um, but I really like it. It's big. It's chunky. It's more grippy. It's heavier. The last one wasn't as heavy. And um, it's really beautiful. Hopefully, I can keep it looking this pristine. But again, there's one feature that I want to talk about uh, next, and that is crash detection. But before we do, I want to let you all know, next week, we're talking about football again, so 
be prepared for a less serious podcast episode as of course was listening into preseason action but by the time you hear this it's the regular season and games actually matter so they were saying that the commander's game was delayed because of bad weather but it will now be starting very soon which is great to know so let's take a pause and then we'll come back and talk about crash detection Crash detection. <clears throat> An important, important feature that can save your life. Speaking of life, it is wonderful to be alive. It's great to be 29 and have another year to live. The last age before 30. We'll get into it. We'll talk about it in part two, but I at least want to start off part one just on a lighthearted and serious note as well. So let's talk about crash detection. Crash detection saves life. This article here is from NBC Los Angeles. These iPhone users' lives were saved thanks to the new crash detection feature. After a California couple lost control of their car and crashed 300 feet into a canyon in December, they searched for their phones to find out there was no cell service. They were hanging upside down. Luckily, an iPhone 14 was able to call emergency services by enabling crash detection and the satellite connectivity feature was able to contact emergency services despite not being in an area with Wi-Fi and cell service. A search and rescue team received the couple's coordinates and brought the couple to safety. But since no one witnessed the crash, officials said they might not have been alerted without Apple's technology. There was another story about a guy who, I think a guy and a girl who were lost in a canyon and they had no cell service. But because of the emergency SOS feature, they were able to find help. 
So crash detection and emergency SOS is a big major feature for the iPhone 14 series, 14, 14 Pros. Doesn't matter which model, you've got it. And it doesn't matter which Apple Watch model, 8, Ultra, or SE. 29694 said, Evite, Nathan Jones, don't forget to let Patricia Jones know if yeah, you're going to yeah, be yeah, Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Add to calendar, add to Google Calendar. I am going. I am going. Yes, I'll be attending. Bang. Submit RSVP. We're good to go. <laughs> if I'm ever in an area where I don't have cell service and there's an emergency, like at work, where there's literally there we go put this thing back on silent like at work where there's literally no cell phone reception I can literally contact emergency services by going to where a satellite connection is and tell them what's going on so I have that feature in my iPhone and it is absolutely amazing and is necessary I hope I don't ever need to use this feature ever but in the event that I do need to use it I will have it and it will be available for me to use if I'm in a random area with no cell service and there is an emergency and as for crash detection I got the iPhone 14 series zizzes just because of that and I got the Apple Watch SE2 because of that I got into an accident again earlier this year with my older iPhone and my older Apple Watch. But now, if I ever get into another accident again, I have the SE2 and the Apple Watch and the app, excuse me, the SE2 Apple Watch and the iPhone 14 Pro Max. And it doesn't matter if it's a serious car accident or not. This thing will call emergency services if I do not respond within 10 seconds. So, since we're talking about life today, I figured I might as well let you know that if you want to have your life saved, if you want to have your life saved, in the event of an emergency, please make sure you get the 14s or the 15s or any Apple Watch model after the Series 8. Please make sure. From TV, penalty kick for Miami. See if they take a 1-0 lead over Charlotte. <sighs> make sure you get either of those models so that you will be protected in the event of an emergency so that your life is not drastically altered. Okay? Great. So, 
<clears throat> talked about that and the reasons why I got these upgrades instead of getting the 15s, which by the way, they've been announced and they'll be available within the next, you know, couple days. By the time we get to November, all models of the iPhone and the new Apple Watch will be available. I highly recommend that you get either the 14 series or the 15 series iPhone or any of the Apple Watches after the Series 8 simply for the crash detection and emergency SOS satellite features alone. But the reason why I decided to upgrade before the 15s came out was because of the possible the possible delays of the 15 models and I just couldn't wait to be delayed because I love the pros. I'm a pro user and I like to get the most out of my pro devices. So that is the first thing I wanted to talk about during my initial birthday podcast episode is just how I'm doing coming into age 29 I'm doing great work started back praise the lord the struggle season is over the money is good the business is booming customers are coming through and all is well in the world of life work friends my best friends are doing well my co-workers and my best friend Raven, my best friend China has officially married. Congratulations to her for being a missus now and she is no longer a citizen of the United States so she is gone but she will return to the States to visit. So things have changed in the last couple months since turning 29 but that does not mean that the change is bad it just means that the change is wonderful church went back to in person finally and i am still doing great with born again ministries and with the other church called living hope i've started going to living hope churches awesome sauce event as well as born again so now i have three church communities under my belt so i'm doing great life is good there's the update on your podcast host and now we're going to go to commercial break and come back to talk about age 29 and everything that i'm looking forward to going into the last year of my 20s. Third time's a charm, I guess. Let's talk about the apartment. It's not happening. 
it was a part of age 29 early on, but it's not happening now. Because I simply don't want to overdo it. So age 29 has been redirected when it comes to that. I'm just going to stay here and achieve what I set out to achieve for age 29. So to give you a preview of what I would like to accomplish in age 29, I've talked about these things. I talk about church goals. I then go into talking about work, my one year work anniversary and the goals I have for that. And then I go into talking about friendship goals and social life and work life balance goals, as well as dating and relationship goals. With the apartment no longer in play, where money automatically has to be diverted to that, I can relax and focus in on these goals for age 29 and have these accomplished during this next year of life so that the core of my manhood can be established. And right before 30, going into the early stages of 30, then we'll revisit the apartment and see about making that goal a reality. So that going into my 30s, I have a much better scenario to walk into than I did during my 20s. So that, in a nutshell, is why the apartment goal has been blown up and will not happen during age 29. But I think that is a good thing. I get to focus on what's more important for me and also focus on prepping for us. So we're going to go to commercial break now. And when we come back, we get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast episode and really dive into the 29th age and see what could possibly be in store for this final chapter of my 20s. This episode of Life Tips Podcast is sponsored by...
Ay, 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 ay. Life Tips Podcast. And this is our sponsor. Yo, uh, we got Spotify, Spot Spotify for podcasters. Let me tell you about it. Spotify for podcasters is the new podcast service from Spotify. It's totally free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It allows you to create your podcast using various tools and your distribution is on Spotify. Spotify first and then they will distribute your podcast to different platforms for you. It's literally the all in one place to make a podcast. And then... There's video podcasts. So Spotify for podcasts has a video feature as well. It is not just audio. So if you want to get started with Spotify for podcasters, then all you have to do is go to dot podcasters.spotify.com to get started on making your very own show. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. Spot, spot, Spotify. Spotify for podcasters. What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest Tiva Goat from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now, look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms. 
using the name powerfully comma black and excellent without the e we drop new episodes every sunday at 12 p.m eastern standard time so if you're not listening to us what are you doing start off with the first goal for age 29 and that is my car sitting in it right now putting it in park where it belongs right behind mama turn the wheel a little bit more there we go the car. Beautiful. Amazing car. Currently at about 86, 85, 86,000 miles. There is a slight crack in the screen, but I'm going to get that fixed. And so far, so far so good. In its almost three year lifespan where was I yes three year lifespan for the car the whip etc etc whatever you want to call it or however you define calling your vehicle it's the three year lifespan I've kept him looking great for the most part. His front tires do need to be uh, changed, but that will eventually happen soon. For the most part, I've kept I've kept him doing very well. He does need a wash, but I'll take care of that a little bit later. For the time being, his tires and his wheels are doing good. I didn't really do a good job cleaning over here, but that's okay. I'll be uh, going to the car wash soon, and he will be taken care of there via the drive through where they hit his wheels and they get his uh, entire body taken care of. But that is the first goal is to never again deal with having to watch my car be in massive danger mode where it could get repossessed. Absolutely not. Cannot have that happen again. That's happened three times now. He faced repo in 2021. Then he faced repo twice this year, and it was crazy. Actually, uh, he faced repo, uh, yeah, uh, once last year and once this year. So 
one time in 2021, one time in 2022, and then this year. So that's three altogether, just in different different timelines. The point is, don't want that happening again. Want to keep the payments up and up and want to keep him with us for a long time. The second thing that I want to make note of for age 29 is that the money situation never gets this bad again. Money has to stay stable and consistent and coming in. And that means not just the uh, Sodexo income, but also the business. Because in two months, tax season will hit. And everybody knows that when you pay your taxes, you get tax returns from the government. And I've gotten a big amount of tax returns from the government over the last several years. And this year will be no different. I plan to get at least $2,000 back or get as close to $2,000 as possible thanks to my job and the business. Now, when it comes to taxes... They keep your stuff on record, but anything that I did last year in 2022 really won't impact the 2023-2024 tax season. So it'll mostly just be down to this one job, and also it'll come down to the business. But because a raise has officially come... It'll make a slight difference when we get around to the end of the year and going into 2024. So because of the pay raise that we've now gotten and everyone's money is going up, things are on the up. And up, and I mean everyone's money goes up, not just the food service people in the kitchen, but also the teachers, staff members, everyone in DC who works for DC or works in DC in some capacity, everyone's money goes up. So, uh, yeah, that's very, very cool to finally be a part of a pay raise. And experience that. So now my checks look really good despite starting out in a pretty bad spot. So as we approach the one year anniversary, or as I approach the one year anniversary of working at my job, one of the goals I had for myself going in was to get better at my position and take ownership of certain things in that role and I am starting to do that much better the one thing I have to get better with is uh, working the lunch line gotta get better with that a little bit and uh, just be prepared to handle multiple food items at once Because normally when I'm working and we're serving lunch, normally I have to handle just one side of the food. So 
whatever I'm serving, I'm normally on the right side of the food serving line. And my coworker is on the left side or coworkers or my supervisor, whoever steps in to help. They're normally on the left side of the food serving line and I'm on the right side. So whatever's on the right side of the food serving line during lunch, I have to take care of that side of the food serving line, but also have to be prepared to help my coworker on the left. And some days I'll be in front of the doors, letting the kids into the cafeteria. And that's always fun, but I'm always up front with them in the beginning of the school day serving bagged breakfast. And so I definitely have taken advantage of that in terms of getting used to some of the young people. I now know, uh, oh boy, one, two, three. I now know three young people by name. And we started having conversations together in the mornings before they walk off to their classes, we'll talk football here and there. It's been really, really great getting acclimated to the young people and also the staff members. That's something that my best friend Rian and my best friend Destiny have over me because they've been in the system longer. They have that rapport with the teachers, the staff members, the security team, where they know them by name and it's all good in the neighborhood. Now, the security knows me by name, but it's not all good in the neighborhood when it comes to everybody knowing me. So that's going to be a big key thing going into the next age when it comes to work is getting to the point where everybody in the school knows me. They may not know everybody. Everybody in the school may not know my supervisor, my coworkers, or they may not have rapport with them like that, but they're going to have rapport with me where it's going to be, I show up, it's going to be all cool, all good, no hard feelings, no bad vibes. And that way, as the semester goes on and comes to a close in December, coming back from Christmas, New Year's break, it'll all be amazing. And spring semester will be even better than spring semester last year because I was brand new. Part two, so we talked about my car a little bit. We talked about the job in terms of goals. Just as a refresher, the car, the goal there is to take care of payments and not have to be in danger mode ever again. And then with with regard to the job, I obviously have job security, whereas I didn't have that before. So there is no 
you get the job and then you lose the job three months later anymore. I've got job security and I have a raise, which means one dollar up from what I made initially, which is great. So now instead of making sub 2000 a month, I can actually make above that per month for the first time ever. And of course the business is here, but the business needs to be on the come up as well. And that comes by way of pop-up shops and uh, having samples on hand and going out and talking to people about the business when I'm finished with work. And now that money is good, and now that uh, everything is back to normal bills-wise, that can actually happen. Oh, let's not forget, there is something called conference, which is next weekend. And if I can make it to my first conference, which I, God willing, plan to, I will 100% be in a great position to explode in the business and actually end the year off on a wonderful, wonderful note. And so, lots of team meetings and goal setting, but that's something that can easily be done. Doing the work is where things are going to get results, you know, seen and, you know, working with my team as well, which I very much plan on doing. So I have a goal with the business and I want the business to allot me at least two people on my team by the end of the year. Now that I've hit the first goal of uh, making my mark in sales. So I'm literally going to be taking this business to the next level between October, November, and December. Next goal for age 29 is overall stability. And that's happening with, you know, things that are taking place right now. But that literally is the next goal for age 29. It's just overall stability. No more, oh my gosh, a bill is due and I can't, you know, do anything about it or I'm running out of money and da 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 Overall stability. Also, in the event that my car does get smashed into again and someone hits me and I have another accident and I need to get something to take care of, ignore the house phone, and if I need to get something like a rental car, I'm going to have a plan in place for taking care of filling up the rental with gas and also... Uh, not going downhill money-wise. So that's part of the plan for age 29 when it comes to things like life happening. 
next goal for age 29 is church-related. Now, I don't know for sure if my church is going to be where I marry and raise kids. That is to be determined because we still have yet to get new bodies in the building. We went back to church three, four weeks ago, but we have yet to actually start reaching out to the community and get more people involved with what we're doing. So it's possible that my marriage and family could come out of my church, but it's also possible that I may have to marry and leave my church in order to do so. In other words, go where my wife goes. If my wife goes to a different church, I may have to leave my church and go to her church as a married couple. We'll see. But for now, while I'm still in my single season, I for sure plan to help the church grow and really grow relationships with men and women at the church, not just the men. It's cool hanging out with the dudes, but I really want to get to know some of the women better, more than just surface level, hey, how are you, etc., etc., etc. The surface level drives me crazy, and it is not sustainable beyond 2023. So we gotta go beyond surface and get better with relations. And I'm mostly talking about the younger women. The older women are cool. They've already got me on, I mean, shoot. But there's no romantic prospect with anyone in the older realm. And of course, you know, no kid prospects. So yeah. Um, So that's my church goals. But then there's also Living Hope Church and Born Again Ministries. Born Again Ministries, I will be hanging out with them every now and then. I gotta put a little plan together. But what it's looking like is that I'll be going to Born Again Ministries for Bible study every now and then, hanging out with them when they have their social events, and occasionally going to Sunday afternoon services, occasionally. As for Living Hope Church, I do plan on spending time with them once a month when they have worship night. And that's actually happening tonight. So tonight, I'm actually going to go to worship night at their church. And then I'll go in November and December and hopefully continue to hang out with them in 2024. So that's the church goals going into next year. So after we come back from commercial break, we're going to hit the last two topics, and that would be best friend goals and romantic goals. So, 
over the last several years, ah, over the last several years, finally, that's the part that I don't like about having my sounds on, because, yeah, um, but anyway, where was I going with this, yes. My best friends. So over the last, excuse me, several years, in past episodes, you heard me document how all my best friends came together. So I'm not going to rehash all of that. But China, excuse me, China is gone. She is away. And we are no longer best friends in the context that we talk all the time and, you know, we're in each other's lives, we're involved in each other's lives like that. I would say every, I'll say every week or so, or every week or so, I'll send her a message or a series of messages on Facebook Messenger. Now, if we're having an actual conversation, that's different. Uh, but on the regular, I'd say every week that's good because she's married she is in the Caribbean with her husband definitely want to respect that but as for everybody else minus Becca because she's in Florida and we have not yet made our arrangements to meet in 2024 everybody else yeah we've got a really step it up in 2024 but especially for age 29 and I'll tell you why the reason why is because that's how that's how it is when you're about to be married, you want to give off the perception that the people that are in your circle are cool with you and you're cool with them. But don't just make it a perception, make it a reality. In other words, when I do meet my wife and we do get married, in the initial buildup as we're dating, I want her to see, hey, I did spend quality time with these amazing young ladies and they know me and because they know me you have nothing to worry about when it comes to us or you have nothing to worry about when it comes to what I present what I 
do with you, how I behave around you, etc., etc. You have literally, literally nothing to worry about. You met an amazing guy. And the reason why you know that is not just because I'm telling you, it's because of the testimony of these women who know me. And that is how you know I'm a great guy and that I'm going to treat you well. So that's why it's important to spend a lot more time with Raven, Rion, Destiny, and Ashley in 2024, but also during age 29, last couple months of this year. It's because when she does come through, they will be the ones that really vouch for me, that give her assurance and confidence that I'm the right guy for her and that she's with someone who isn't playing games because the way that you not just treat other women is a reflection of the way that you're going to treat your future significant other but how you interact with said women And most importantly, interacting with said women is a telltale sign of how you interact with her or vice versa. If you're a dude and or I'm sorry, vice versa, if you're a woman and you come across your man. So. That's why it's important. That's gotta be there. So. That's just. The first wave though. The second reason I want to spend more time with my best friends. Is because they're my best friends. Plain and simple. They're my best friends. The closest people to me that's not family. And so because of that, we need to enjoy each other as best friends. Safely, of course. But yeah. If you don't enjoy your best friends, and you don't spend any time with them, what the heck is the point? of having best friends. Dead serious. What is the point of having best friends if you're just best friends in word but not best friends in deed? So... That is the goal when it comes to best friends in 2024 and specifically for age 29. Spend time with the people 
matter. And what better time to start than October when there are three off days. Now, I was going to take off today and tomorrow, but I chose not to because I had to take care of keeping my stuff afloat. So instead, I'm going to have a me weekend with a few social plans here and there, but it's not going to be overly extravagant. And then on Monday, October the 9th is the first holiday of multiple back-to-back holidays. With the second one being in two more weeks time. So literally back-to-back holidays start Monday. There's Indigenous Peoples Day. And then right after that, there's two days off on the 19th and on the 20th. That is absolutely key when it comes to spending time with best friends. Now, not every off day, but at least making the effort when the off days come to have these things happen. That's the whole goal and purpose behind making that happen. And so hopefully I can start getting a little pattern made in that realm when it comes to my best friend. So that when Christmas comes, we can keep it going. Because I won't be here for Thanksgiving, so that's out. But at least we could try for these three days and then Christmas time to kind of give a little bit of a sense of where to go next year with the friendships to make it better. Because it's all purposeful. It's all for a specific reason. And that reason has a lot to do with what we're going to close out this podcast episode with. New prospects, new significant other for a new age. In the last, now going on three years at the end of this year, excuse me, since calling it off with my ex, I've met 10 women. 10. 
it would have been 11 had my mentor's person not flaked because she was concerned about our age gaps. But for the sake of argument, 10. And out of all 10, nothing panned out. So here we are, another birthday, single, alone, no significant other, no romance. But there is hope for Christmas. But since that's the last goal for age 29 that's major, I figured, why not talk about it? And it's honestly simple. It comes down to this. A chance. A chance to be more than just a boyfriend. There was a post on Facebook from Becca. She shared someone's page which said, bring back asking someone to be your girlfriend. Now there's no doubt in my mind that people still ask for girlfriend and boyfriend status. But there's way more to a relationship than just that. Boyfriend and girlfriend status only gets you through the door. It doesn't sustain you in the long term. The only way to get past that stage is to marry. And the only way to marry is to be close. See, there's something that you you need to realize. When you start seeing couples who are engaged take engagement pictures, It's a symbolism that we've made it through the ups. And most importantly, the downs. The ups are amazing, but it's the downs that will test the two of you to see whether or not you want to remain with this person beyond the struggle season. It doesn't matter what the struggle is. What matters is that you choose to stick with this person through the struggle. And that is what happened to me. I was not chosen through the struggle. It is not going to be sunshine and rainbows in a relationship. Yeah, in the beginning, yes. But after three to six months, even a year, challenges will 
come. It is up to the two of you to decide whether or not to stay together. Again, stay together. Zay and Shakira, oh my goodness, let's bring them back into the equation. I can't tell you how many times I got a text message or a phone call from my bro over the last several years when they were in really bad moments together. And he said, I don't know, man. It not looking good. I think we're done. This happened over and over and over and over and over again, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter because I knew in the back of my mind, there was no way that that woman was going to go find another dude. And there was no way in the back of my mind that my bro was going to completely abandon his wife, Shakira and go after somebody else and start all over again. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew that they would find their way back to each other, and they did. And not only did they find their way back to each other, but they stayed together. And then over the summertime, my bro proposed. I went to their wedding, got pictures, watched them tie the knot, and they're still together today after celebrating one month of marriage. That's what I'm talking about. That's the type of commitment that you need when it comes to dating and relationships in 2023 slash 2024 when it gets here. And it's really hard to find that these days. It's hard to find that these days because people suck. At commitment. Commitment doesn't start when you propose. Commitment doesn't start when you say your vows and when you say I do no. Commitment starts when you become exclusive. The beginning process is just the talking phase. Yeah, we go out on a couple dates here and there. We like each other, blah, 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 blah. It matters when you become official and when you are exclusively seeing each other and you decide not to pursue anybody else. That's when commitment starts. And if it either, and if at any point, excuse me, either one of you decides to walk away Commitment is broken. We're all flawed. Everyone makes mistakes. Everyone makes bad choices. Everyone has insecurities. But it's when those insecurities cloud your mind and cloud your judgment to the point where you do not trust your significant other that it becomes problematic and has the ability to destroy your romantic bond. But that's not all I want to touch on. Oh no, there's way more. Take this for example. Busyness. Oh my goodness. Busyness cannot be an excuse 
for not putting in any effort. I'm busy. I work in the school system. I own a business. I do self-care stuff. Spend time with family, church. I'm busy. But that doesn't mean that I'm not too busy for someone else. That's why the talking phase and the get to know you phase and the going out on dates here and there phase can get messed up in the beginning if you don't take it seriously. Because you let your schedule and your busyness overshadow everything to where you push your person to the side and you don't give them any time. People make time for what they want to make time for. And since we want to throw God into the equation nowadays as Christ followers, even if God brings the person to you, which nine times out of ten he does, he doesn't do the work for you. He makes you do the work. So what does that mean? I'll tell you. I've learned over the last two years going on three to make your significant other a priority. That's what I didn't do when push came to shove. Overall, yes, I did do a good job with that. But when push came to shove, I didn't put my friendship aside to prioritize my significant other. I 100% admit to that being my part in the downfall. But on her end, it was the insecurities and the trust issues. So it was a combined effort of the two of us. And so moving forward, I've cut down my circle to where that won't happen again. However, I still want to be with someone who's going to be committed to me in the future. So in the future, starting now at age 29, if I meet my significant other tomorrow, I want to be with someone who will be committed to me and to us and not just bail out because of insecurities. That is the number one thing that I want from my next person. Outside of the major things, you have to be a Christ follower. It would be nice if you go to a church. What church do you go to, et cetera, et cetera. And again, it's possible, I said this before, it's possible that I could meet her through my church, Ascend, because we don't have the full breadth of the church that we want to see yet. It's just us, the, the, few, the, the faithful few. We haven't gotten new people in the building. Once we do get new people in the building, it'll be new dudes and new chicks that come through the doors, but that it remains to be seen as time goes on. That's just one possibility. The other possibility is that I just meet her 
But regardless of how it happens, the main thing is still the main thing. Commitment. Commitment starts when you decide to be exclusive, not when you decide to propose and not when you decide to say, I do. Commitment starts way before that. Now, the question that I have to ask myself going into age 29 with all this rejection in my past looming over me is do I believe that it's possible to achieve success in this area and actually find someone, meet someone that's willing to be committed to me and committed to us? Because the relationship is going to be covered by God. It's going to be set up by God. It's going to be anointed by God, and it's going to be governed by God, that's not going to be the problem. The problem is going to come in when trials come to derail the relationship. The question is, is she going to bail? I'm not the one who's going to bail because I only did that one time, and it was for good reason. That was in 2000. 18. But ever since then, I have not abandoned a romantic relationship for any reason, and I do not plan on starting that. Also, cheating. There were allegations of cheating. I didn't cheat. Nope, didn't cheat. None of my female friends have that vibe with me. We all respect each other. And if the door were ever open to cheat, all I have to do is whip out a picture of my significant other and shoo the person away. It's that easy. Which is why I'm putting all the onus on her, whoever she is when she shows up, because that's been my history. That's been my story. And I do not plan on continuing my story in the future. The rejections will stay in the past. The low self-esteem will stay in the past. The insecurities will stay in the past. The daddy issues will stay in the past. The commitment issues will stay in the past. All of that will stay in the past. And I will not tolerate any of that in my future significant other. No, not happening. So if you are listening to this, (laughs) just know I'm not about that life when you show up be prepared to be committed because I'm not playing games once you show up it's us and we can talk about some other things in a different podcast episode moving forward but that's pretty much the goal for romantic relations in age 29 is just to start doing things better because it's one thing to get the door open and meet someone but the real test will come with the trials and the tribulations 
to coincide with the ups and the happiness? Will she be committed and stick with it despite the hurdles and the mountaintops that we will have to climb together? Social media. Wait, wait. Social media. Don't go, don't go. Gotta give you our social media. You can follow us on social media on X at Life Tips Podcast, at Life Tips Podcast for Facebook, at Spoken Life Tips on Facebook and on Instagram. On threads, you can follow me there at Nate underscore the underscore speaker, as well as on Instagram. At Spoken Life Tips on Instagram and threads as well. At Auth underscore Jen underscore person on Twitter. That's A-U-T-H underscore G-E-N underscore person on Twitter. At Life Tips Podcast, of course, on X slash Twitter. And on Facebook as well. You can also follow me on TikTok if you want to. Message me for my TikTok information as well. Lots of social media, lots of changes, but still the same engagement. All right, then. That's the end of this podcast episode. Look forward to seeing you next week.